1: There's so much to food here today. Oh, that no one wants to take away. The love.
0: Edition of the Sane Asylum. I'm your host, Giuseppe. If you'd like, you can call me the G-Man. Honored as always to be worldwide, simulcast with Republic Broadcasting and SpeakFreeRadio.com. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And we've got a very special guest tonight, a great writer, a truth teller. uh, John Friend of American Free Press and his own website, The Realist Report, is our special guest. Welcome, John. How are you tonight?
2: Hey man, it's great to be with you once again. It's been quite a while, and yeah, uh, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's good to catch up. I do uh, tune into to most of the shows, and I wanted to give you kudos for having Io. Kam- I think it's Io Kamathi. I don't know if yes. I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but boy, those were some uh, excellent interviews you guys did. Um, I know it was a couple weeks ago, but. Uh, Those were very, very interesting. You know, this this guy's got a very unique perspective, and his book is uh, very refreshing to to hear a title, uh, The the Jews Are the Problem, you know, because that's uh, that's not really an easy thing to say out loud publicly. And it's something that, frankly, needs to be said out loud publicly because (laughs) they are the problem. And it's the one – it's like the one topic that you're not allowed to talk about in polite society – Without alienating people and you know getting people upset with you and you know it's just it's just this topic that for a variety of reasons we just cannot speak critically about in our society and it's the the, the one topic that needs to be openly addressed if we want to f- actually fix anything. So I just wanted to say that off the bat, those were great interviews and uh, a lot of what he said and you guys said. Resonated very deeply with me. I mean, I've been following sort of like the the Jewish problem or the Jewish question for a very long time. And I mean, really, I mean, I like I get my I get like my news basically from Jewish publications, like explicitly Jewish news outlets like uh, the Times of Israel, for example, or the Jewish Daily Forward or uh, the Jewish Telegraph Agency. And I mean, what's so astonishing is these people literally tell you what they're doing. They're telling you what drives them, what motivates them. They openly talk about their power and influence in the country, the sort of, a, you know, agenda that they push, the sort of politics that they're into. And, you know, they couldn't be it couldn't be clearer. And yet, again, it's it's one of these things that you just can't talk about. And uh, it's, it's frankly unacceptable. And, you know, it's time that we grow up as a society and and openly deal with the, with these questions and issues and problems.
0: Oh, well stated, John. Isn't it amazing? I mean, a guy like, um, you know, there, there are two different types of individuals who, who follow us, right? There's the fringe toxic literal racist who hate all black people. And then there's, there's, uh, you know, the, the types who understand how vital it is for a black nationalist who used to think, white people were the problem and white you know white people should all be killed to having enough of a mature mind and uh and an intellect to investigate this but it's it's funny we've got a it really became a polarizing thing and honestly i d- don't want uh uh racist you know i judge every individual as an individual and to me ayo Kimathi really coming out and addressing what used to be the jewish question but now clearly it is the jewish problem because they are they are a, a satanic cult who is out to rule the world and they're they're getting damn close and well so, and
2: i was gonna say they're doing a pretty good job of that <laughs> yeah no kidding and and if they
0: um if people like IO can change their worldview and say, Hey man, you know, how come you whites, he literally said it on the show. I can't believe you whites aren't banding together to deal with this Jew problem. You know, that's what, what, that's what I am. And and I've changed. I, I understand more. And he wrote a very, you know, brave book. And so, yeah, he's, he's agreed to come on monthly. And I think it's really vital. And, and we, we need everyone who, um, is, you know, slurred by the term Christian nationalist or what to come together and understand we are at war and we we are losing this war. And the, the idea that you have this small percentage worldwide of these, you know, Talmudicists, these Sabbatean Frankist Jews who are literally Satan's minions, right? I mean – everything they want you know to move the Overton window to allow for pedophilia to be legally and socially acceptable to to the idea to invert and 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 and, and taint the idea of, of what is godly and natural that is a man and a woman two genders to to act like we should now accept. These mentally ill trannies who are maiming themselves, uh, think, you know, uh, they're men or women, and suddenly they're changing their gender. No, you don't change your de- gender. What you should do is work on your mental illness. And then similarly, I mean, I mean, we'll get into a lot of things, but I'll stop right there. Can you believe how the Overton window has been shifting in such a toxic, negative way to allow all of society's flotsam and jetsam, the homosexual, the lesbian, the trans granny the, the cross-dresser, the, the, all these mentally ill and genetically defective uh, individuals who have a right to exist, right? But they used to have their clubs. They used to have their own. Uh, and I was even comfortable with the idea that, you know, give them some bennies with a civil union. But to call it marriage now is just an affront to real marriage between a man and a woman.
2: Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a it's total... A- it's a way to like degrade the institution of marriage. I mean, that's exactly what it's all about. It's a mock. It makes a mockery of the concept of marriage. And these people, I mean, you, you know, you look at the statistics, you look at the, you know, the, the research into the homosexual community. These people don't get married. You know, the, nine times out of ten, they have, you know, multiple partners. They're engaged in very, very degenerate, uh, depraved lifestyles most of the time. Of course, not all of them, but it's that's one true. of these things that. Um, I mean, geez, like when I was in high school, even like it was not celebrated like it is today. Now it's like celebrated and and, and elevated. You know, it's 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 idolized this sort of uh, very degenerate lifestyle. And it's not only as you mentioned, it's not only the the homosexual issues, it's transgenderism. It's it's like we've yeah, literally we've let like the insane asylum run society and we have to to cater everything around these people now. It's absolute yeah. madness. Yeah. And, and and it got me thinking. I mean, like, how much? It, it's so incredible. Like, how much is this country, how much are the people of America willing to put up with? I mean, we're, we, <laughs> I know. It's like, we, like, people will just put up with this for fear of, like, you know, offending somebody or, or taking a stance and actually using their own brain to think critically about information and about how the world works. You know, it's like, We've seen this whole COVID scam, you know, where they shut down the country, made everybody put a mask on, take an experimental vaccine. We've seen the election get stolen. You know, we've seen rioting and looting and just total criminality and mayhem all across the country, not to mention all the social issues. It's like, gosh, how much are we willing to put up with? Apparently, we're willing to put up with anything because we're too afraid to be called a racist or an anti-Semite. Or to actually, you know, talk about serious, <laughs> serious topics for once. It's That's it's it's point. pathetic, man.
0: It truly is. And if you think on it, the the reality is is that all these these the flotsam and Jetsamum society, all they have is to insult you with ad hominem you're a racist you're a you're an anti-semite you're a hater you're a transphobe you're a homophobe you're this or that right and you're a you're a,
2: th- you're a conspiracy theorist yeah hey right, right. You, you don't you don't accept what the government and the media say about every you about any given historical or contemporary issue you actually think with your own brain oh yeah you're a conspiracy theorist it's but it's ridiculous i mean it's pathetic and yeah it's been so successful you know
0: yeah yeah it's really tragic and and you know what really is is peculiar to me john is how is it that you know It's widely known by anyone who does, you know, 30 minutes of research that both political parties are not loyal to their voting blocks anymore. For for decades now, it's been a controlled, uh, globalist controlled operation. For example, you know, Ron Paul should have been the Republican nomination. He got screwed. They literally rigged the voting. Uh, You know, I'm not a fan of Bernie Sanders by any means, but he beat Hillary Clinton. And you can go down the line. Uh, ever since they created the Diebold voting machines and what have you that there's just so many insane peculiarities which obviously again a little bit of research shows you that voting is now easily and horribly rigged and slanted but yet these people just think well you know all we have to do is vote harder and you know if we buy a Another MAGA hat, or we do this or that, that'll fix the problem, right? We're going to get really worked up as we wear our red, white, and blue shorts and t-shirts and go to the barbecue and drink drink eight beers, and we're going to change the world and we're going to vote harder. It just doesn't work that way. And I mean, holy cow, why why don't people see that?
2: Yeah, yeah. Look, I I I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I've been I've been in that mindset since gee well over ten years at this point. I mean. Back in uh, like 2008, I saw through like the whole two-party system, and that was that wasn't the very first election that I was able to vote in. It was the second, but it became crystal clear that the entire political establishment, both parties, were just totally corrupt, totally dominated and run by the same elite financial and political interests. And you know that that should be that that should be very very clear to anybody that's paying attention at this point. And I think it is, but. Um, you know, Americans are just so propagandized and so, like, truly living in, like, an artificial reality with the fake history and the mm-hmm. fake news and the fake events. You know, a lot of these events that are shown on, you know, sh- shown on CNN and, and shown in the nightly news, who knows if they're even actually really happening. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's so much fakery and fraud going on. You know, it, it's, it's tough to wade through everything, but – most people just simply are not capable of thinking for themselves. It seems like, and that's a big, and that's a, a, a very big problem. And that's something that all of the, the journalism and the in the you know the podcasting that I do. That's really what the goal is: is to get people to think for themselves, to use their own brain, to you know assess information objectively and rationally, to entertain different perspectives. And um, yeah, it's 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 definitely a, a major challenge. But that's the direction that we need to go. And I, I'm so jaded and disillusioned with politics and have been for a long time. I mean Trump sort of uh, revitalized a lot of people and, and sort of drew a lot of people back into kind of mainstream politics, so to speak. And he did have a lot of potential. I mean when he was elected, he had a lot of potential to really do some, some big-time things and to change some things in this country. But we saw how that was just either totally squandered or um, you know, he just – Made too many mistakes. Had had too many people that were openly against what he was trying to do in positions of power and influence. So n- none of that really made a lot of sense. And now you know we see him out there on the campaign trail. We got this. Uh, a lot of it. I mean, I don't even know exactly what to make of it. It it seems like just political theater. I do think that the quote unquote deep state and like a lot of these elite. Um, Left wing interests really do hate Trump and really do hate everything that he stands for. and they certainly hate the people that support him. You know, your average like white American, you know the, the, and, and I think that that's why there is so much hostility directed towards him is because of what he represents. the potential that he could unleash um, if if only you know there were a genuine person to actually to actually do it. I don't think that he he was that person by any means. So yeah, I don't know I I'm, I'm, I've been jaded with with politics in general. Um, I think Trump had a huge opportunity and, and just wasted it away. And you know, we saw the election get stolen. we saw the 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 color revolution of 2020 you know right. even even leading up to the election. and that's exactly what the year 2020 was. It was an American color revolution. Um, in fact, <laughs> a Jewish journalist Molly Ball. Who I think is—I know she's she's a main reporter for Time Magazine. I think she's like the national reporter, national political reporter for Time Magazine. Did you ever read that article that she wrote that came out like a couple months after the election, where she basically out—she basically like outlined how all these elite, um, political and financial and labor organizations came together, in media organizations came together to quote unquote secure democracy. (laughs) I mean it was so like Orwellian the way she framed it. She was basically admitting and explaining how they were able to steal the election. A lot of it had to do with the mail-in ballot situation and and how that was so easily exploited. Um, But it it, it was very clear that there was some major problems with the last election. And there's no way in hell that that Biden got – what was it? I think the official number was was like 80 million votes. 80 million. No way. Ooh, yeah, yeah, what a joke! Yeah, our, our eighty-two is it eighty-two? Wow, okay. So I, I knew it was like eighty, close to eighty million, and yeah. I mean, there's just no way that that's just not even plausible, right? I mean, it's absurd to even to, I, to even entertain that idea. There's just no way that that's possible, and um, you know who knows exactly how they did it? I mean, they had they probably used they obviously used multiple strategies to undermine and, and basically steal the election. Um, but you know, we we people put up with it. You know, there were some people that protested, and look what happened to them. Even Trump threw them under the bus. Only now he's coming out saying that he would consider. What did he say recently? i I would I would look strongly at pardoning these individuals if I'm elected and in, in 2024. So it's just it's just a joke, you know.
0: Oh my God! Well stated. And, and not only did um uh did uh the um. uh, election clearly gets stolen they also absolutely set up this bizarre kabuki theater of the january 6th insurrection which was no such thing i mean it was uh you know people exercising what's left of their meager constitutional rights to gather and uh uh, freely assemble and 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 show their outrage because it it's obvious that between you know uh that uh Denise D'Souza did a pretty good documentary, The 2000 Mules, how they physically injected a lot of uh, physical ballots. And uh, and then, of course, the main thing was uh, shifting the big totals because they now send the data internationally and all that. It was so obvious uh, uh, to it was so obvious that this was um, uh, rigged and stolen. I mean. We could we could spend the rest of the day talking about it, but how about that insurrection? That was nothing. I mean, so so they had the greatest technology known to man, which is the bike rack, and you know if if only uh, the French had had it instead of the marginal wall, maybe things would have been so different. And and yet they you know they have bike racks, and then there's people wearing co- shirts or jackets rather windbreakers that say FBI and blah 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 they open it up they're waving people in they they have they open the doors which are magnetically sealed so if they wanted no one in they could have kept everything done they somebody opens the magnetically sealed doors there's these photo ops uh, you've probably seen the video where you're, you're about uh, looking up at about a 30-degree angle and there's these dudes trying to climb in an open window while there's all these people just going in through the doors, right? You got the dude who's wearing the Freddie Flintstone Royal Order water buffalo and painting himself up. And it was just a spectacle. It was nonsense. It was It was set up. And so now, a few months later, you go to the uh, incredible mass-murdering traitor Dick Cheney's uh, lesbian daughter acting at, like uh, you know this was a, such a threat to our democracy. And, and democracy must be a euphemism for something else because it sure wasn't what we went through, was it, wasn't, John?
2: No, 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 no not, at not at all. Yeah, and speaking of January 6th, there was a lot of fraud involved with that, a lot of fakery involved with that. There was an interesting video I remember watching. I think it's called "Everything Wrong with, a- with the Ashley Babbitt Shooting." You can still find it online um, if you just like Google that. It you, you know you should be able to find the video. I'm not even certain who who put that together. Um, I wasn't very familiar with whoever put it together, but it, it is a a pretty interesting video for sure, and it raises a lot of questions about the alleged shooting of of, of Ashley Babbitt and just the whole situation in general in general on January 6th. I tend to think that there were a lot of very genuine people that showed up. There obviously were yep. there was probably a million people in Washington DC that day. There was a yep. ton of people um, and but the way it was the way it was presented in the media was totally scripted and and it was basically a big setup is is the conclusion that I've come to and it, they basically created this media spectacle that they could then run with. And, you know, used to, to go after Trump and to go after Trump supporters, and to, you know, and, and we still see that with these with these ridiculous January 6th hearings. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you. I don't know exactly what, what, what went down on January 6th, but you're right. It was nothing like an insurrection for sure. It was basically a mostly, like, truly, mostly peaceful, largely disorganized protest that, um, you know, some bad actors were involved with and, and, and setting up and, and creating this media spectacle. And I think it probably came, you know, the orders came down from the very top, you know, to allow this to happen, to, to, to create this media spectacle.
0: Right. And and that's exactly right, John. And speaking of media spectacles, yeah, you were the one who alerted me uh, 12 days ago, a day before my 63rd birthday. You sent the link and said, I know somebody in this story and, and at Reuters Investigates. That headline said, "New breed of video sites thrive on misinformation and hate," and they did a, a montage of of video clips, and I'm in it. It was crazy and at first surreal because uh, you know I'm trying to think how in the world uh, did they uh, find me? We're not a we're not a, a large operation. We're like quality over quantity, right? And so uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're talking about that uh, that Reuters special investigation, that special report yeah. that they put out. Yeah, the the title of it is um New breed of video sites thrives on misinformation and hate. And it's a typical, you know, a typical mainstream media, you know, article demonizing any sort of like alternative platform cuz YouTube is so censored and controlled now. I mean, it's like basically turning on cable news, right? I mean, at this point, it, which includes, um, you know, advertisements and commercials, and you know you can't even question anything relating to COVID or the elections or the, the the war in Ukraine. At least, at least a lot of it, anyways. I mean, there's still some decent channels on YouTube, but by and large, it's been totally censored. And I don't, even, I wouldn't even ever bother with YouTube at this point, like trying to actually put content on there, anyways. You know, because it's just oh, basic, yeah. it's just basically a waste of time. Um, but BitChute and Odyssey, I think those were the two main platforms that this Reuters special report was uh, analyzing, and you know they are good good alternatives to YouTube, and they are basically censorship free for the most part, as far as I know. Anyways, I don't really know anybody that's been outright censored on either platform, as you know, as far as I know. And um, yeah, it, it was funny pulling that up and and seeing you sitting right there, like right yeah. next to Dan Bongino. <laughs>
0: Yeah, good old Dan, you know, yeah. the who uh, has a, a little, a few more, few more viewers than me. And what's interesting, John, yeah. is the subhead yeah. of that story. It just sums up everything that these gaslighting. Puppets like the two writers, Andrew R.C. Marshall and Joseph Tanfani, I'm sure they're both woke little uh, little you know, uh, uh, virtue signalers and all that. But it, this is so telling, John. So they're subheading like here's, here's what's really going on. It says, Bitchute and Odyssey serve up conspiracies, racism, and graphic violence to millions of viewers, taking advantage of big tech's disinformation crackdowns and the rise of Trump. The sites reflect a new media universe, one where COVID-19 is fake, Russia's fight, Russia fights Nazis in Ukraine, and mass shootings are false flag operations. I mean, so how is that not all true? I mean, especially when you understand that uh, conspiracy is the euphemism for truth, right, these days. So how how is that – and literally there is such a, a cognitive diff, uh, dissonance between – the individuals who are like, oh my God, I'm, I hate Orange Man bad, and oh the the little uh, uh uh butt blasters, they're 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 so heroic in their their fisting and all this, and you know all this deviance and intolerance of things that you should not be tolerant of, and and and, and then they try to make you know this is Orwellian, like you said earlier, this is where uh, truth is lies, love is hate, war is peace, kind of thing, and and I, I'm like, I, but I was trying to figure out how I was included. And then the lead is about Buffalo, New York shooting. And and we did a show with uh, Jim Fetzer, the legendary Jim Fetzer, and uh, his his newfound uh, key asset, Brian Davidson, a private detective in Houston, Texas. And Davidson's a sharp, sharp dude. And he used this website, uh, Sundial, something or other, and he looked at the angle of the shadows in that phony Buffalo video, and he tied it exactly to Houston's. Position of the sun on that day, and he proved beyond a shadow of doubt, forensically, that that video. Now they may have gone back and shot a lot of people at three thirty when they said they did, but that video was not shot at three thirty live. It was shot about twelve thirty, three hours earlier, and he totally proved it. And so, but that's like that's hate, John. It's it, it's hate.
2: Yeah, truth yeah, is hate
0: when you hate the truth. That's
2: hate that's and that's misinformation and all and these, these other other all these other, all buzz these other buzzwords, buzzwords, buzzwords that invoke. And and really, and, it and really it shows, it, it shows you. you. Um, I'm getting an echo. Okay. No, mm-hmm. I think I. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say I think it's okay now, but I was. I sorry, I was getting an echo. Um, no, I was gonna say you, you read an article like this, and this is very typical. Whenever any of these like mainstream, um, you know, corporate media outlets investigate, you know, the alt right, or they investigate Bitshooter Odyssey in this case, they're basically portray- like painting a picture that thinking critically and independently is dangerous, is unacceptable. It leads to violence, right? That's basically the direction that they take this. And I mean, it's it's just so pathetic, but that's exactly what they try to do with these, with these sorts of articles. And, um, yeah, no, uh, the 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 shoot the alleged shooting, I should say, in Buffalo was was I, I found very interesting, and even the way they frame this in this Reuters piece, um, mass shootings are quote unquote false flag operations. I don't even know how accurate that is. I mean, I've made the argument that I think a lot of these alleged mass shootings are. It, I don't. I wouldn't even characterize it as a false flag. I think it'd be more accurate to characterize it as media deceptions. or media media fakery or you know something like that anyways um and and who and who even knows i mean it's i'm not saying that every you know like all these mass shootings are fake or anything like that but the you, you look at the coverage of it you look at the narratives that come out right away the political agendas that they advance right off the bat you look at like some of the key players involved um in in these alleged shootings and it's very very suspicious for example going back to buffalo um, I did an interview with uh, Russ Winter shortly after the alleged shooting in Buffalo. and I went back and I was watching the ADL's YouTube channel and the ADL was literally on the ground, basically running the running the, like the, the invest- basically running the investigation, basically running the media coverage, the media narratives that were coming out in the aftermath of the alleged shooting. And and here they are doing a live stream on their YouTube channel explaining how they're doing this all. You know? So how, how is that you know, dang- we're basically just citing and quoting and discussing and analyzing what they themselves are actually saying. You know, yep. it's 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 ridiculous. But um yeah, no that that's that's the game. That's that's what they try to do. They they want to demonize anybody that is you know, brave enough and has the intellectual and um, you know spiritual fortitude to think for themselves, and to portray that as dangerous.
0: Stay tuned after the break. We'll be back with the great John Friend, therealistreport.com. We'll be back, week
3: the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people, because you can handle the truth.
4: Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history, but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure natural oils, at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils, like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend, will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it, and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady... We offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at susannasecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S secret.com.
3: S-U-S-A-N-A-S secret.com. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's just a few. Carrie, great product, and I will continue to use... I've been taking it for over a year now. I'm 60 and feel great. I would highly recommend this product to anyone over the age of 40. Amazon customer, five stars. I'm quite happy about it. Extendivite has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs, and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. Amazon customer, five stars. Great product, I use regularly, and I rarely get sick. To get your Extendivite today, go to extendivite.com. That's X T E N D O V I T E.com or call us at 1 877
1: 928 8822. Extend your life with Extendivite.
5: Have you been looking for a trusted long term storable food company? We have a solution for you.
3: food storage in the rotating sponsors banners to support RBN.
5: Simply clean foods. Do it today.
4: It can turn me away.
0: Sunday night, St. Asylum Simulcast on Republic Broadcasting and Speak Free Radio. And if you can support both platforms, especially RBN, RBN's got a great store and, and their products are all well vetted. And if you can uh, afford to either donate to RBN or buy some stuff at the RBN store and see them simultaneously, if you can support Speak Free, please do that. And uh, coming up in just under 30 minutes is the king of Sunday night, the great Robert Ravolt and Incendiary Radio. And we are joined by another great writer, John Friend of uh, American Free Press and The Realist Report. And before we dive back in, John, tell everybody how they can follow your work and support your work.
2: Yeah, I would recommend people check out AmericanFreePress.net and actually subscribe to the paper. American Free Press is a biweekly weekly national print newspaper america's last real newspaper and i also write and help edit the barnes review which is a bi-monthly print and digital uh revisionist history magazine again like kind of the <laughs> probably one of the only um print revisionist magazines in existence in the entire world. So um, I would encourage people to subscribe to both of those publications. The Barnes Review's website is barnesreview.org, And then, of course, I maintain my own independent website, RealistReport.com. You can find all of my blog posts and articles and uh, my podcast feed over on therealistreport.com. So that's a good way to stay up to speed with what I'm doing. I'm also on Twitter and Gab at realist report. So yeah, thank you. I appreciate that uh, opportunity to, to kind of plug the website. And, you know, I wanted to make, if you don't mind, I just wanted to make one final yep. comment about that, uh, that Reuters article. Cause that was <laughs> pretty, pretty astonishing to read that. Well, to pull it up and see your face right there. Right. Um, but w- the, the point that I was making is that these, these articles, the way they're presented in the mainstream, um, you know, any of these alternative websites and just, you know, just, the, the, the notion that um, there are people radical enough like you and I to actually think critically with our own brains and come to our own conclusions rather than just rely on what the government says or what the media says um, about any particular topic. And the, the way they frame it, it's, it's like basically if you think for yourself, if you go on BitChute or Odyssey and start watching quote-unquote conspiracy videos – um, it will ultimately lead to violence. That's basically the direction that they, you know, they try to push the, this narrative in. And one of the um, one of the paragraphs here it says, "Online misinformation, though usually legal." That's another that's another aspect of this, by the way. They want to make this illegal. They want to make it illegal to question what the government and media say about any particular topic. And they've basically made it. They, they've made it very difficult to express these sorts of, of, of views, at least on Facebook or Twitter, certainly YouTube and, and other large platforms. You basically have to go to alternative sites to even get your message out there. So that's another angle. They, they want to make it illegal to do these things, and they want to frame it as promoting violence and terrorism. And that's exactly what this sentence here does, it says online misinformation, though usually legal, triggers real world harm. U.S. election workers have faced a wave of death threats and harassment inspired by former President Donald Trump's false claims that the 2020 election was rigged, which also fueled the deadly January 6, 2021 at U.S. Capitol riot. Reuters' interviews with a dozen people accused of terrorizing election workers revealed that some had acted on bogus information they found on BitChute and almost all had consumed content on sites popular among the far right. So again, you you see the way they frame these issues, like literally entertaining perspectives and ideas that run contrary to what the establishment is saying – is basically violence is is leading to terrorism essentially is is the way they try to 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 frame this and it's just so dishonest it's so absurd um and it's i I, I think it, it it really smacks of desperation in my mind
0: that is a great point and that ties in to your point you were making right before we hit the break about that I heard your your interview with Russ winter I'm a dear friend with Russ and uh, we have I have him on uh, monthly as well. And, um, that was a great discussion by the way. And, uh, your point that the ADL was right there, um, uh, handling every aspect of that beefalo phony event. Like I said, that video that they claim was a live action of the shooting was so farcical, so bad. It was offensive. And, uh, the, um, the, uh, um, and, and Brian rabbits Davidson rather the the private detective proved it was, it was forensically it was excellent work and and so you you in both cases the narrative John is that the as uh, um, Andrew Karen Hitchcock likes to say, the powers that should not be are, are are desperate and they they feel they're so close to getting their their Jew world order, the build back better, the great reset, the new world order nonsense and they're so close, but they know, and we all know. Our work in the true independent media was trying to just wake people enough to look at it and and, and not go along with the uh, slave training masks, with the inoculation. Sadly, there's a lot of people, injections, but the experimental genetic mod- modifying injections. But more and more people are waking up, and it's all falling out of their grasp just when they felt they were so close. And I think it's going get, to get really, really insane here leading up to the, the sup- November elections. Some people don't think they'll occur. What are your thoughts on that?
2: You know, I don't know, actually. Um, I I wouldn't put anything past him. I'll I'll say that. I think um, just the way Biden and the Democrats are are, are framing things leading up to the election, um, they're they're almost trying. I I think they're going to try to put Trump in jail if they can't, you know, if they if they're able to. Um, You know, I I really do think that these people have a visceral and just almost innate hatred for Trump, Just, just not even necessarily for because he is this like renegade political leader, um, more because of what he represents, the potential that he has if he were to actually genuinely um, put the interests of, of the country first and, and actually put some people in charge that would, uh, w- would actually implement the policies that, that he's championed, um, both as a candidate and you know as president. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. You know, I, I certainly I don't trust any of these elections, which is a big reason why I think it's so almost ridiculous for, for Trump to even be out there running. I mean, they they, they stole the last election from him. How You know, what, what makes him him or anybody else think that they wouldn't steal this next election from him and, and from the Republicans in general? And I'm no fan of the Republicans. Keep in mind, I think uh, these people are pathetic. And I, I really think we almost need to build a, a totally new society and, and, and create, like, parallel institutions, um, you, you know, and, and totally just disengage and not put any faith or hope in this in this political system, in the media system, in the educational system, in the medical system. Like, I want nothing to do with any of these people, you know? Like, I, I'm not, I don't want health insurance. I don't want to go oh, see a doctor. Yeah. Like I want nothing to do with any of these people, Um, and I think that's what it's going to take. You know, it's going to be a huge struggle, a lifelong struggle, obviously. But I I think really that's that's the only answers. I mean, we we just cannot trust anything coming in the mainstream, certainly. But but even the two party system itself. Um, I mean, especially after what we've seen with Trump. I mean, like I said, he had a ton of potential to actually really change a lot of things. And just totally failed for a variety of reasons, but mainly because he, you know, he just wasn't capable of actually um, getting people in positions of power and influence in his own administration. He was actively like hiring people that didn't even support what he was trying to do. In fact, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that judge, that Jewish judge, that approved the quote unquote raid on on Mar-a-Lago, was appointed by Trump himself. You know, oh and, he, and he's appointing guys like Mike Pompeo yeah. to, you know, to run the State Department. And, you know, it's just it's just absurd.
0: You know, it's so interesting. And we'll open up the phone lines because it's not rare when we have a great writer and, and investigative journalist like John Friend on. So if you want to talk to John, 512-248-8252, 512-248-8252. They always say, say it thrice. 512 512- two four eight eighty two fifty two and we'll we'll open up the calls as soon as we finish this discussion this moment of the discussion rather. And um yeah John it's really amazing with Trump. I there I think there's a lot of credence to the uh the the analysis of some some uh, investigators that Trump ran thinking he could just totally uh rocket his brand to new heights to and uh he never thought he would win and he um did and he was ready to bring in uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. and having a vaccine investigative committee. And he was ready to, to sit down and work out a deal with Vladimir Putin and really champion what's right about the world, uh, us, the white people. And, and then he he appeared, he, he was supposed to meet with Barack Obama for 15 minutes and it ended up nearly two hours. And he came out and he, and he looked, really pale and shook up, and he kept flashing Illuminati signs when he was sitting there with his hands, and everything that he intended to do, because I think he got caught up in the great movement of people who support him, the the true, uh, the silent majority, a lot of which are Christian nationals, a lot of which are conservative, decent people, heterosexual, who believe in the family, who believe in church, who believe in country, and everything that, that right now they're attacking Trump for is to try to somehow uh, a slow down The majority who have had it with with the satanists, had it with the homos, had it with the trannies, had it with grooming children and, and having the the queer uh, teacher tell the two year old the, the second graders, it's okay if you want to be a little boy now, a little girl, or you know, it's it's just so vulgar what these these uh, psychopaths are doing to children and what the 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 totalitarian state
2: is doing to children. That that's. It's- what- it's Man. so evil yeah it's so evil and and that, and that goes back to my point i mean how much are americans willing to put up with i mean they're literally going to you know t- transition your son into b- into a girl and celebrate it and you know you're going to go along with this it's madness
0: well said well said well let's take some calls our first caller is dear friend of show chance from west virginia welcome chance uh what do you got to ask for uh john friend
1: Yes,
0: can you hear me, Giuseppe? Yep, you sound great, Chance.
1: Hello, Giuseppe. Hello, John. Before I talk to John, wasn't that song "Liar" an old Three Dog Night song?
0: Uh-oh, well, Giuseppe. Uh, guess what? I'm your age. That was. Yeah. I played the man who wrote that song. No, no, that's not the remake. That's the original. Oh, that's Rod cool. Argent of of uh, oh, okay. of, uh, Rod of Rod the Rod. zombies, and then he went off and did Argent, yep. and so he yep, wrote the song yep, and recorded re- recorded it first, no, and then my, Three Dog no, Night made uh, yeah, it popular. Man, yeah,
1: Three Dog Night did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, John. Yes. Now, John. John, it seems like I've been reading your articles forever. I go back to the spotlight, okay? And I remember, were you writing when Willis Cardo and Jim Tucker were still alive? I think you were, weren't you?
2: I started writing uh, regularly for American Free Press in, I think it was like March of 2013. Oh, uh, so okay. Will, Willis, right. Willis Cardo, yeah, Willis Cardo was still around then. Willis Cardo passed away in, I think, October of 2015. So, yeah, I was uh, I was around for a couple of years, you know, towards the end of his okay. life. I, unfortunately, I never got a chance to meet him. I, I talked to him on the phone a couple of times, but I, I, I didn't get a chance to actually meet him.
1: Now, John, your current article about the Nick Michael, the father and son in Georgia and the current AFP, was excellent. You brought that to the attention of the people because the reason being, this could very easily happen to us protecting our property. And I'm glad that you wrote that current article in AFP. And you know what, guys? You know what's ironic? I like your opinion too, John. I I, I respect you as 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 a writer. I really do. You know, I remember back in the days. Now I'm 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 Giuseppe's age. Back in the days, I was a Republican conservative, you know, when the Christian coalition was around back then. And you know what the ironic thing is, guys? Now Now I'm a nationalist constitutionalist. I don't play that bullshit game of right, left, Republican, conservative, liberal. Yeah, I don't play that game no more. I gave that up 20 years ago. But you know what's ironic? It's ironic that these people who call themselves... Republican conservatives, well, guess, these dudes and dudettes, well, guess what? They're public enemy, just as number one, public enemy number one, just as much as I am being a nationalist constitutionalist. Now, isn't that
2: ironic, fellas?
0: Sure, totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what, can I can I just mention really quick, you, you mentioned the McMichaels um, article that yeah. I wrote. For the yes, recent sir. American Free Press, yeah, I really I, I would encourage everybody to check out give send forward slash McMichael defense. Check yes. out the information that they have on that give, send, Go page, and please consider making a donation to help this family. It is so outrageous what they have been through, yes, and it the is. way the media yes, the media is. has totally uh, like they always do in these cases like literally inverted the situation. And you're right. This could happen to anybody. I mean, yes, in, 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 I, the fact that they're they're going to basically be in jail the rest of their lives. They, yes, I, I don't think is. that they're, they're in, a, in a very safe situation, obviously. Um, no. These people, then, they, they, they want them dead.
1: Yes, John, along with William Bryan, too, uh, the third guy uh people got to realize that this could easily happen to us we could very easily wind up in the same position these guys are in this you know we can't let this go by and i thank you john you're you're one of my favorite uh, writers by the way over the years uh, uh we people have to uh, take into consideration how easily this could happen to them just by doing the right thing, and that's all I got to say. And it's been a privilege talking to you, both of you
0: gentlemen. Now, ciao. Thank you so much, Chance. Always a great call. Our next caller is Caesar in New York. I think. Welcome, Caesar. What's on your mind?
6: Uh, good evening. Yeah, good evening, gentlemen. And it's the communist state of New York.
0: <laughs> yeah, no
6: doubt. Um listen, I love you you guys and I love your show. The problem is that we have the uh the opposition. We got guys like Alex Jones who's controlled opposition. We got guys like the Health Ranger, we got guys like Stu Peters which came out of nowhere. It's it's all smoke and mirrors and a dog and pony show. And unfortunately, the people are so dumbed down that they are going with these paradigms, these underlying principles where they're changing their kids' gender in school. where here in the communist state of New York. They're actually teaching this stuff to the children, which if you got your child, you want to send them to school for reading, writing, and math. You don't want them to be taught these. You know, these things, I mean, the children, they don't need to be taught these things. And this is, you know, I mean, there's not that many of us that are educated on these underlying principles. A lot of the people are dumbed down and they're changing the demographics of the country. A lot of these people that are coming in, they're coming from these communist third world or fifth world countries, and they don't know what is really, really going on. They're just walking around like the blind your opinion
2: well yeah a a lot of these people coming into the country have very little education they have very little money um very little skills you know they're, they're basically being exploited in this bigger this bigger game right i mean that that's really what this boils down to and um they're more concerned about making money and trying to help their own family and their own people back in their own country so it's just a really unfair situation for everybody involved And um, you're absolutely right about the the school situation. The schools are really out of control at this point. And um, I don't don't even think it's – I don't even think teaching is like the right word. It's indoctrination. It is mind control. It is a psychological war being waged on you, on your family, on your children. And again, I mean, America, how much are you willing to put up with? Are you going to allow your child – to be encouraged to become a tranny. I mean, give me a break. This is outrageous, and it's time to take a stand. It's time to have the moral fortitude and the you know the intellectual courage to use your own brain and to stand up for what's right. That's a great. Listen, have you ever have you
6: ever heard the name James G.
0: O'Donnell? I know who James G. O'Donnell is. Yes. Mm-hmm.
6: Yes, he he they talks about the mind control and the. The controlling of uh, mankind. So it's you know. Well,
2: you, they, you, they, every... you, you, oh, I, I was going to say real quick. I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but um, you had, you admit you, you met you were sort of critical of Alex Jones, and you know I, I'm I'm pretty critical of him myself. I, I think he has done some good work over the years. You know, he's put out a lot of good information. He's woken up a lot of people, but he certainly doesn't go all the way and expose the the this international Jewish conspiracy what the whole new world order is all about so he doesn't he doesn't uh, you know connect all the dots or you know go all the way but his motto for infowars there's a war on for your mind is so spot on that's exactly what all of this boils down to
6: yeah you're so correct it's- but it's controlled opposition the the global elite, you th- listen it's all a mind game you know what I'm saying? I mean, you yeah, think oh, that there's a, you think there's a left and a right. You think there's a Republican and a Democrat. It's 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 one coin. There's no heads and tails. It's only one side. It's we. Listen, when you look at it, right? When you look at it and you see beyond the smoke and the mirrors, we're being played? And I think, in my opinion, which my opinion means nothing, because you guys know better than I do. I think that we've been played, and I think that we are losing the war. I don't see us winning. I see. I listen when I see parents taking their children in the communist state of New York to 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 some tranny on some pole doing some dance. All right. Uh. 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 uh I mean, like, what's going on? What kind of parents are these? I mean, who would take their child or something like? I mean, what? What kind of my? I, I mean, like. Like, you you can go out in the street with a microphone and ask somebody a question, right? And they don't even have the answers, but they graduated college. You ask them, "Hey, listen, if you're making ten thousand dollars a year and you work for twelve months, how much money do you make?" They'll say a thousand dollars. That's the that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with the with the brainwashing, and and it's just unbelievable. The 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 the, the I mean, like it's not too many guys like you left around. I mean, it's, 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 these kids are going to these schools. They're graduating and they don't even know how to spell their name. They can't read. They can't write. They don't know punctuation. They don't know script. They don't know anything.
2: Yep. Oh, look, I, I, I agree with you, man. I, I, I totally agree. It's uh, a, <laughs> it's a very dark world out there, which is why I, and, and, and this is something that's, it's very difficult to come to grips with, and it's and it can be depressing. I mean, it, it was very depressing for me, you know, dealing with all this stuff over the years and and coming to all these uh, realizations relatively early in life. I mean, I think when I really started waking up, I was, you know, in my early twenties, basically. Um, and, and it's a difficult process, and I've come to the realization that there's only so much that you can do. You're not going to convince everybody. In fact. At least in my case, you know, even trying to convince people or present information to people, you know, good friends or family members, it just alienates people. It pushes them away. Um, it causes problems. So really, at this point, um, I'm just trying. I, I'm I'm mainly focused on um developing a relationship with God, repenting for sins, and just doing everything in my power to live a you know productive, positive life. And you know, just to do what I can in my own power to sort of spread that mindset and that philosophy. Um, but you're you're right; it's not easy. I mean, it's a it's a it's a very messed up world at this point. And you know, it, it's not like we can just snap our fingers and change everything. It's going to take a lot of time. And ultimately, I think we're in the position we're in now because so many people have fallen away and turned away from God. I mean, I think God is ultimately in control, and this is all one big test, and we're all being challenged in our own ways, and, you know, we're going to be judged when it's all said and done.
6: Well, I hope so I, I hope you're right. I don't know. I Really, it's hard for me to say because now with these injections, they're turning people away from God, these injections— uh, are changing the, uh, the genome, the code. My dad was a medical examiner and he told me when they broke the code that if you took one of the pages from the code and put it through a computer, a, uh, like a quantum computer, your face would come up.
0: The, um, what a great point. And John, we're running out of time. Everybody support American Free Press and the Rero support. John is doing a, a great work. Stay tuned for the King of Sunday Night, Robert Rabel and Incendiary Radio, and we'll see you next week on The Saints Sound.
4: Tune in Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 Central, to the Alternative Media with your host, Farron. If you've not been listening, this is some of what you've been missing. 2,000 mules, like you like you like to say occasionally, Farron,
6: in your face.
3: They, they, they might have a, a set of lactating mammaries available that could provide milk for their adopted children.
6: Listen, news media, all pulling off this gigantic fraud.
3: Rhino neocon cups. There's
6: this wonderful thing it's called boat with defeat, move to California. I am a conspiracy factualist and everyone else is a reality theorist. Hundreds, if not thousands, of ships came out of nowhere give me liberty or let's give you death any excuse
1: to go and, and kill yourself for this 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 fraud of a government
6: this goes back a hundred years when they come for your gold give them a lead and when they come for your guns give them the bullets first and god help us all
0: this is rbn the republic
2: broadcasting network